know what's going on. Maybe it's another drill. Four Midwest Guys presents Star Wars Breaking News. There are stories about what happened. It's true. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. This will be a day long remembered. I have a great disturbance in the force. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars Breaking News. I'm your host, B. Willie, and today we'll be reviewing Star Wars The Last Jedi teaser trailers trailer as well as star wars the last jedi teaser poster here to help me do that today is mr brian eggabar hey what's up what's up what's going on b and my brother aaron hey, how's it going man pretty good man pretty good all right guys so let's start with the uh the, the last jedi teaser poster um it's different from a lot of other posters any star wars po- poster i've seen anyway it's really cool it's got like a red background you've got half of luke skywalker's face Half of Kylo Ren's face, and down at the bottom is Rey holding her blue lightsaber with um, just kind of a giant uh, glow effect, and then reaching up between uh, Luke and Kylo Ren's face, and it's red background. So, what do you guys? And then a white background. Well, in the back. I mean, in terms of like the color schemes, like it's a bit different. But in terms of this, how like the figures are all set up, it is kind of a nod back to some of the older posters. I was going to say it looks very retro. Yeah, like it clearly is intentionally retro. Yeah. Like, I mean, even in terms of the pose, it's not that far off from, like, the um, like original poster, is it? Yeah. For episode four? No, I don't think so. I mean, it looks very, very similar to that one. I, the, uh, the framework on it is very retro as well. Like, posters we see nowadays is all edge-to-edge, mm. and this one is um, framed out. Yeah, like, it's almost having, like, a widescreen edition, yes. like, within the thing. Yeah. Like, like I can really see this being the front of a VHS tape. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I can see that. I can see what you guys are saying with that. Um, the holding of the lightsaber is similar to uh, Luke holding it and the New Hope, except Luke's holding it with two hands. She's just kind of holding it up with one. Yeah, um, like you can bar- barely see it's there almost. Yeah, I mean, it, and then like the, it's almost just shining. Like it's the sole light and blue bit out of the entire red schematic it's very similar to the jedi symbol itself um which is you know now there is there is something that i noticed on this one i don't know if you guys noticed or not no what's up um so you see ray at the bottom and you see kylo on the one side and when you look at luke look how angry luke is Mm. um and that only reason why i say that is i was reading something online yeah where he was asked um does Luke turn evil? Mm. I mean, if you look at that, to me... You think that's what it's kind of setting up? That's what it looks like it's setting up. That Luke's going to go to the dark side? Yeah. I mean, does, don't you think so? I mean, look at it. Look how, look at that face on... It definitely does look angry. It actually even looks angrier than Kylo's That's face. what I'm saying. But at yeah. the same time, I'm not sure if it's hitting that so much as just like... It's taking, like, stills from, like, a battle scene sort of thing. Right. Like, it is Ren that is in between those two on, like, the battle sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It could be. It's possible. Um, considering that he's kind of broken. At least that's 
after especially after watching the teaser trailer, he seems like he's because uh, he drops the big the you know one truth is the Jedi have to end. Mm. It's possible. Uh, it would, it's a hell of a risk. Um, hmm. I could see it. It would be an interesting turn. I would have Luke turn evil like this late in the this game. late in the game because uh, he would be the problem is is Luke is up to this point has been the it would be it would be hard to explain from a, a viewpoint because Luke is the one who at the end of Jedi finds the you know a true Jedi way a real light side way to to bring Anakin back so. Mm. I don't know. But That's, it could be, you know, a character just kind of, he fulfilled that, you know, bit of himself at that time then moved on sort of thing. Possibly. I will say one thing in this. At first, the first time I saw this poster, I had to take kind of a harder look at Kylo because, and it's probably because of the hair, but I actually thought for a second that might have been Hayden Christensen kind of look to it because he's got the Jedi mullet thing kicking, but. Yeah, I hadn't actually noticed that, but there is a sort of similarity in the facial structures, isn't there? Yeah. Like, especially in, the, like, how that looks there. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting And concept. I think it's also interesting that, um, how big Luke's face is compared to Kylo's. Oh, yeah, this is going to be, there's no doubt about this, this is a Luke Skywalker-centric movie. Just like... You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be, because... Like, you it, think you see him playing a bigger role in this than, like, Yoda did in oh, yeah. five? Yeah, he's, he's going with... Unlike Yoda, who stayed behind, he's gonna go with her. Mm. There's no doubt about that. This this so movie you must take him, have him taking on kind of an Obi Wan and Yoda role here. You think? Oh yeah, he's gonna be with <laughs> a Yoda one, Yoda, a Yoda one. one. Yeah, they, he's gonna be. Yeah, this is gonna be all about Skywalker. It, the fact that we got nothing of Skywalker and and Force Awakens, this is gonna make up for it. Really? Like, like yeah. you think like they had that set up just so they could have all these scenes just dedicated to having like a Skywalker. Yeah. Ren training thing. I think this. Is, I think one of the big questions for this movie is who is Luke Skywalker. I think it's going to be one. Of the He's big, the last Jedi. Well, other than the last Jedi, like what is? Who is he? Who is he now? Mm-hmm. Which, which, by the way, in one of the panels, um, the direct is it? I guess it's the director. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the director said, um, "The last Jedi." for him has always been singular. Mm-hmm. Like he, until they announced it, he didn't think of it any other way as as Jedi. So Jedi. the last Jedi for him, the title yeah. is singular, not plural. Like everybody's like the last Jedi meaning the last of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. It's it's the last Jedi. The last Jedi. The other thing that's interesting about that whole thing is and and I've when they put it out in uh in other languages, the last Jedi. They're you know, in certain languages, Jedi they have they have plural and they have non plural mm. form forms of it, and they're using the plural. Now, whether that's just how they interpret it, and or if that's being done is intentionally, that universal for those languages, or like right, I, a couple examples. I don't know. This there. this is all what I'm reading is rumor. This okay. is that's rumor, but just to throw it out there. Fair enough. So, all right. Well, I think we've examined this uh, poster pretty well because there's not much to much to it because it's a teaser trailer poster but still yeah good analysis all right guys so what we're gonna do next is the teaser trailer itself uh we're just gonna talk about we're gonna look at each scene's image and we'll talk about it and see what what we think about it and uh 
So the trailer starts off with, uh, it looks like stars, and it kind of fades to a rock. Mm. Um, and uh, So you almost kind of think it's like an asteroid or something? Uh, yeah, you're not sure. At first, at first it looks like a star field, mm. and then it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. Next thing it looks maybe kind of like an asteroid, like mm. you said. And then next thing you see is Ray's hand hitting it and her gasping for air. Yeah. Now and you start hearing the... Luke's voice, just breathe, just that's, breathe. That's yeah. next. Okay. But it's just her breathing. So let's just talk about this scene about her gasping for air. Um, one thing I noticed in the background is it looks like there is a cave entrance of some kind, or at least a door way yeah. into the stone behind her. So I'm thinking what's going on here possibly is she's come out of a come out of the cave much like Luke did on Dagobah. Kind of had like a vision or oh, a... like a little tree thing. Yeah. Remember like Luke on Dagobah saw Vader and cut off his head and saw his own face kind of thing. You, you think it's going to be a similar vision here? Possibly or something that is, you know, frightened her or mm-hmm. shooken her to the core. Um, oh, I, the way I took it was um, she was in like a... Um, like a... Not... In like a... Like a um, trance... Like a, like a trance state, like where she's trying to channel the force and everything else. and Force vision. And she loses focus and then mm. falls. Oh, okay. That, that was the way I took it. That's how you or took like it. she's okay. trying to lift something up. Because later on you also see a clip where you have like the smaller rocks lifting up. Mm-hmm. So it could be part of the same scene where it is. She's trying. Yeah. That's just, possible too. Mm. Or it's you know, part of that scene of working through it and getting to that point. Or... This actually might go afterwards, where after she's lifting up some smaller rocks, trying to lift up something larger, yep. then she go, drops down into the panting. Sounds because she's yeah exerted herself. Yeah. All right. So the next scene is the kind of one of the more like the the stunning visual uh, of the movie. That's just like an overhead view of uh, of the island itself. Well, yeah, it's, just, it's a very pretty place. But it's a very pretty location to shoot. This is where you first hear. Luke's voice for the first time and him just say breathe as they're coming across the ocean and they come over top of the, the island. He says, mm. you know, what do you see? Breathe. This is all about that whole whole thing, this scene as well as the next scene, which the next scene is... I'm not quite sure what to make of this one. With her kind of standing above like an opening in the island looking down on the ocean itself. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if something has happened, um, if something has crashed into the water, because the water looks disturbed or if it's just regular waves. It looks hitting. like regular waves to me. Okay. Aaron, what do you think? It could go either way. I mean, a lot of what we're seeing here really is small shot after small shot. Yeah, it's just interesting how she's standing at the edge, though, and just kind of staring out. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it's a really well-framed shot, though. And, I mean, you Mm -hmm. do have, like, the color palette to it that is really nice as well. Yeah. So I think that's something we, if not talking about the storyline, but just how it's going to be shot, how it's you see everything kind of framed up is really well done so far. Yeah. It's it's kind of a darker scene, though, so I wonder if it's a kind of a darker moment for her. I don't know. Could go either way. I mean, it could just be kind of reaching out and towards like the you know sunrise sort of thing I'd as say well. it could be nighttime yeah that's possible or at least twilight anyway right so uh the next scene is her lifting the pebbles and the sand the superman man of steel getting ready to leave <laughs> yeah kind of 
But oh yeah, I did do that, man. I still did. Yeah, did, like right when he was to make his first leap, and he went, he like almost pushed the ground down, and yeah. the smaller stones got up. And I actually think it kind of works a little better here. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think Aaron, you had made the point. We were talking about this particular scene, and, and it's neat to see the actual smaller stuff like before in the past, mm-hmm. like in Empire. Obviously, because of limitations to special effects, we could only see yeah. the bigger rocks being built. Well, I mean, now we're down just, to the well, even nitty, if you go back gritty. to like the uh, prequels, you don't really see a whole lot of like minute detail in terms of like force use. Mm-hmm. Like, you really only see it, you know, in like larger things here and there. So it is an interesting sort of aesthetic change. Well, yeah, this to me, this connects to what we were just talking about on our Rebels podcast when the Bendu turns into. Force storm. The force storm, and he's able to control other things other than just, you know, than just one object at a time, mm-hmm. which is what we've seen in everything else. Yeah. This, she's almost almost like she can control multiple multiple things, things around, like the area around her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also interesting because it depends on how they develop force powers going forward. Because realistically, you could almost show it like you see like psychic phenomena used like in other things, like in like uh, telepathic films like in horror films or anything like that uh-huh. so I mean you could see it kind of change like especially how we shoot like the force powers and their abilities and things like that yeah it, it definitely get a lot more detail yeah um, alright let's move on to uh, this is where after Luke asks her what she sees she says the light and they show a picture of uh, Princess Leia what we assume is Princess Leia anyway uh, from behind mm-hmm. kind of looking at a star map. star map um, and you can vaguely hear hope. Hope. She, she says hope. Yeah. Like it's Leia saying it's it's part of that. You're our only hope. hope. But you can hear her barely say hope yep, when they yep. say when she says light. That's good. I was trying to figure that out because in the next scene you can definitely tell who it is. But yeah. But um. So yeah. So um, I kind of I like the scene. It's 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 cool. Um, you know, it's definitely Star Wars. It has that round table. Um, mm. With the holograph, uh, obviously it's boarded some sort of starship of some kind. Uh, just well, because that or some stuff. sort of base. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to tell from this spot alone. I was trying to figure out who was walking too, because you not only do you see Leia mm-hmm. and the, the, whoever the guy is across from her. Yeah. There's also uh, two people that walk by. Uh, one walks close, mm. and one walks across right. the background. Yeah. And I, I tried to freeze frame it on my phone, and I couldn't. couldn't there's, yeah. no, there's no way to really tell who it is. Yeah. But to me, in this picture right here, the one, well, what we have on on the screen here, mm-hmm. um, it almost looks like Lando. A little bit. Stand on the opposite side. It's possible. Could also be the, uh, if you remember from The Force Awakens, they had the, uh, the uh, it was like Asian, I think, in when the last time they were... They had, they were showing Starkiller base. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, there was like that shorter Asian general. Uh-huh. Yep. It could be him too. Um, but yeah. I don't know. With any of these sort of base scenes, you always have like this kind of smaller background characters. So I'm not sure even if we could identify them, whether we'd give too much away. But yeah, they're, I mean, they're probably discussing probably, a, I would think, an invasion by the first, first order of some kind on the galaxy. It looks like they're playing Pokemon at Poker Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you got yeah. you got to have some downtime, right? Right. Uh, all right. So, and then 
She also says, I see the dark. And what do we get is a close-up of a shattered Kylo Ren helmet. Or what looks to be like Kylo, Kylo Ren's mm. old helmet now shattered into a billion pieces. Yeah. Um, so Kylo Ren most likely had a temper tantrum and broke it. Yeah. Uh, is it Kylo Ren's mask or is it, part of, is it Vader's mask? It looks like... It's Kylo well, Ren's. if you look at like the uh, some of the, lining the, of the, gold, the golder pieces and the lines, would, that looks like Kylo's old mask to me because he had those gold lines across yeah, the top. Yeah, the only reason why I asked that is because... Um, he had Vader's mask in, like, like a glass in, like, ash type. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what looks like to me is across the bottom, around on the ground, mm-hmm. is the glass and ash from that. Like, like it was that. like, like it got knocked over. Yeah. Either that or it could be debris from, uh, One of his temper tantrums? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah, if, I don't see anything that looks like Vader... Vader's uh, even the charred mask that we saw so in there anywhere. So, so you think it is Kylo's? I'm pretty sure it's Kylo's. Um, you know, again, whether it's a temper tantrum or whether it's intentionally mm-hmm. done by somebody else, I don't know. Um, uh, so, and then she says she sees balance. Now, this was cool when she says that because they go in on like a tree. Like has books tree bookshelf, like in the middle of a tree root, essentially, and there's a bunch of books, and then they zoom in on this one book that has looks like the Jedi um, symbol, the Old Republic logo. Well, the Jedi, the Jedi Knight symbol, which yeah. the Jedi themselves have. It's similar. It's a little bit different, though. And what's interesting about this to me, after we looked at the poster, is it's the exact same image we see in the poster when she's holding up the lightsaber and the teaser poster mm-hmm. and with the the bright thing it's a, that exact same symbol now now I, when I when I looked at it the the the, uh, the scene before this when they're you, it's hard to tell at first what it is mm-hmm. but you, then you can tell it's books yeah it almost looks like it's in a cave yep which could be inside this this the 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 island that they're on, yeah, which could make, which could be a, a Jedi temple, right? The first Jedi temple, right? And it right. could be books. Now, when we look at this picture mm-hmm. of either it's either the cover or a page mm-hmm. in one of those books, right? Um, if you notice the hand that comes across, it's wearing a glove. It's a glove, yeah. which is what Luke was wearing, right? So it, it could be that Luke is telling a story of, you know, right. Mm. Well, clearly later on, he does kind of cut back to like his memory of um, like the, his trying attempt to rebuilding the Jedi Order family mm-hmm. and getting cut down. So it could be an aspect of that. Yeah, it's obviously some sort of ancient Jedi tome book. Who knows? You know, some mm-hmm. sort of uh, yeah. Who knows? I like this next scene because this shows her training on the island with her lightsaber and Luke kind of looking on at her from afar, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Kind of down on. If so, that's Luke. If that's Luke. I'm pretty sure it is, but... But yeah. Yeah. It's going to be weird if there's a switch up and all of a sudden it's Kylo Ren overseeing her trading sort of thing. And the th- It seems unlikely. And she's not just hold, uh, doing a few moves. I mean, she's going at it. Uh, on yeah, it's that, like that a full kata sort of thing. Yeah, she's yeah. going, you know, heavy training. Yeah. It, presumably she has more than the weekend course. Yeah. And again, I love the the aesthetics of the island with the background of the ocean and mm. literally being in the middle of nowhere. You yeah, know, 
in just this island. Oh yeah, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. All right. So this next this scene was this this was the what the hell is this <laughs> scene in the in the in the trailer for me. I was like, uh, okay, this is completely new. It's kind of cool though. Other, like, visually, it's very striking. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. It, it's cool. It's it's like that. What the hell is it? Cool moment because mm. um, you're trying to figure it out. So, some sort of speeder that has has a fin that touches the ground of the desert of mm. this planet, and it turns into red sand underneath of it. Well, is it and, that it's like kicking up the sand from the ground itself, or is it more yeah. like a crop duster or something? I'm thinking it's kicking up the sand itself, and the sand is Ooh, just, just a different color. Yeah, there's a weird contrast between the sand that's actually just hardened on top and like mm-hmm. what's actually kicked up, or what's being kicked up from underneath, right? Mm-hmm. And it. Yeah. So, so what I what I looked at it as is because um, you can tell that these are look like they're getting ready to go into battle with the walkers that are coming towards it, like, yeah, from yeah. Uh, like, from the like distance. A, yeah. What people are calling Hoth 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it looked like to me is these. Um, speeders or whatever are letting out this um, smoke screen, mm-hmm. and so they're all going to go towards these spe- uh, towards the walkers and have this red smoke screen that goes up. That so the walkers can't, can't see, see what's them. going on. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, that's what it looked like to me because to me it doesn't look like they actually touch the ground because when the one did touch the ground, it doesn't turn bright red. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Um, this would also lend some credence to a report a couple months ago where they said they would be on a new planet in The Last Jedi and that it would have red sand. So this might be what they were talking about. Okay. Here. Okay, so next scene. Uh, we finally get to see Finn, but still Finn in a coma. still in a coma. Um, I'm hoping this is early on in the movie. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't you don't want stay to be like in, the- in the movie and it's just like, How's been doing? Still in a coma. Still in a coma. Yeah, but it did say stable condition. Um, the red lettering on the left hand side. Somebody translated. Somebody that. translated it. Yeah. Um, some of the some of the stuff is just somebody mashing the keyboard. Yeah. Um, they people online have you know taken it and turned it around and everything else. Yeah. But part of it does say stable. Stable condition. condition. Stable. Yeah. So yeah, it's in some sort of medical pod, medical stasis still. Well, I mean. I think it's towards the seven. You see him like kind of in the medical bay area, anyway. So yeah, except it's, it's not enclosed. It's kind of just like mm, he's on a bed, yeah. kind of thing. But then, of course, as soon as we see Finn, the next uh, is uh, they turn to uh, John Boyega's character here, Poe, Poe, po, yeah, BB Eight, Poe and BB Eight, and uh, he appears to be on a starship of some kind, and it's under attack because you can mm. see the, you know, the they're all running phosphorus. Yeah, yeah they're all running mm. around. Second later, Explosions. you see like the ship blowing up on the uh, bay. Yeah, yeah. He he loses yet another. Uh, the next scene is the uh, X-wing being blown up inside a what appears to be a cargo bay of a starship. So mm. it almost, you know, it's funny. It was, we were talking about it on our Rebels podcast. It almost looks like the, the carrier mm-hmm. that we were uh, so upset uh, that they destroyed. That yeah, we were so upset they destroyed. But, and, but this one looks like it's like, oh, it's back. Oh no, now it's being destroyed again. Yeah. They really like it. Blowing up the same ships over and yeah. over. Yeah, oh, we have a hard time keeping X-Wings, you know that? That's just the next, next, this is the second X-Wing he's lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but presumably outside the films, he has a lot of them he keeps. Yeah. Looks like there's some kind of other ship off to the side you can't really see either. Right. Or, yeah, or, or spare engines. 
spare engines possibly, and there's maybe another one on the other side. Yeah, some sort of cargo situation. Yeah, so it'd be cool to see. All right, so next scene down, or next scene in the trailer is just the Millennium Falcon shooting down some uh, X-Wings, or not X-Wings, TIE Fighters. And he's also being chased. And they're being chased. And it looks like to me, because of the the sky, and looks like ocean below, I would say this might be happening on... uh, the, uh, yeah, the first Jedi, the Temple. first Jedi Temple, which I believe is called Act Two, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um, so yeah, I think that might be where this battle's taking place. Yeah, it was. I thought, I thought it was really cool. This scene was because um, as soon as it comes to it, you see a giant explosion right in front of the camera. Yeah, and when you pause it, it's actually a Tie Fighter right in front of the camera. Yeah, it, and it blows up, and then you see the the Millennium Falcon swoop in, like what mm-hmm. we see right here, and yeah. you see the. T- Two more Tie Fighters behind it, chasing like chasing it. it. So it, you can tell it's a it's an air fight. Yeah, it's it's it was pretty good. Well, not just that, but like it's, visually, it's pretty stunning because you have like the explosions and like kind of the shots from the lasers themselves, and then you just have like kind of a nice peaceful day in the background. Like it's a nice contrast, right? I do like these uh, these battles taking place in the air, though, and not always having to take place in space like they have in the past. Yeah. Like with that. That scene in The Force Awakens with the TIE Fighters was awesome. Mm. You know, with her flying the the Falcon through all the space, all the junk of the, yeah, the right. Star Destroyers and stuff. That was just amazing. Like, it's not a thing where they just immediately jump to space. Right. Like, from the atmosphere. Yeah, it was really cool to see. So, um, Next scene is her is Ray running with her uh, blue lightsaber. Um, I know there's been rumors of, uh, I think you were talking about, Brian, about a big... A, a large, or was it you? Or it might have been something I was watching where there's a rumor of a big battle with Ray and Luke and uh, involved uh, together, fighting together. Some people seem to think this might be a scene from oh, those two fighting together. together. So, so when um, when I saw this scene and you see her running, mm-hmm. it looks like she's on the same planet with the Walkers. Yeah, like yeah, it looks like awesome. she, looks like she's running across the same sand. Mm-hmm. That the walkers were walking, like like, like the cracked. We're actually going to see like, a lightsaber cut on Anat's like foot off. Oh, that'd be hilarious! That'd be, finally, see that'd it. be great. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Finally, just make it work in the films. It's interesting though how the background is dark, you know, to go with the blue lightsaber, and then we get to the next scene, and it's Kylo with his red lightsaber, and, and you have like the sun in the background. The sun in the background. You which have that is, kind of like J.J. Abrams style, like glare sort of thing. There's a little bit of a sun flare. Yeah. Not much, well, it's not but, yeah. as bad. But I'm just like saying, it. if you look, because we got both up right now, you see well, the contrast. I, I think they did that on purpose to show the, the blue as being the light, light side, side and the red being the dark, dark side. side. Yeah. Because also in the Kylo Ren scene, um, it looks like he's not in the same spot as Ray is. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't look like he's in the same scene. Yeah. It looks like he, it almost looks like it's the, uh, maybe the flashback yeah, scene. Although, well, although he, 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 does he, have the scar he has now. a scar, yeah. So, but it, maybe it's um, you know, a battle scene, a different battle scene. Mm-hmm. But you know, but the thing about that scar is the other thing I was thinking. His scar should be a lot further over to the other side of his eye and up further than it is. Like you think that's too like mellow uh, addition? See, from he, what I remember in the Force Awakens, he gets slashed, but it's slashed from his shoulder up through his face this diagonally mm-hmm. so it should be up further on, on the other side so you think that's actually hair and not a scar yeah yeah it's possible that's it, why I, and it, it could be a flashback from from the temple scene yes yeah, from when he one? from when he when he's turned on the order yeah that's what i'm thinking 
And then, obviously, the next thing, speaking of the temple, is the destruction of the temple, which we saw from a different point of view or different angle in The Force Awakens. Mm. That's where Luke's holding R2's guy's hand on R2, but we only see it from, like, the different angle. We don't actually see the temple burning like we do. So it's like they took the camera and reversed it. That's my theory, anyway. It's the Mm. same shot, just instead of being from... Want you know the view we saw in the Force same Awakens? Scene. Yeah, same scene, just a completely different angle. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing it from Luke. What we're finally seeing what Luke is seeing. Yeah. Why he dropped to his knees, and you know, and you can see it looks like. Um, I'd say there's some bunch of bodies laying before him. It looks like off on the the hill in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say maybe covered in Jedi ropes. Even uh, I don't know, completely. I mean, if nothing else, you do see, like, just the great, like, great destruction that's kind of on yeah. like, the building itself and, like, the landscape going towards it. Yeah, fire, complete destruction. All junk, literally just debris everywhere. Yeah. So this next scene is kind of interesting. It's Phasma coming out of fire. And um, at first I thought maybe it was part of the same scene, and it could be maybe of the temple. But or, it, like, uh, another back thing where it shows like her being part of like the uh, destruction of the temple. Maybe. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's awfully bright, though. There's a lot of fire, um, a lot of smoke, a lot of ambers mm-hmm. um, going on here. And some, uh, looks like a wreck, wreck of some kind. Yeah. Well, at the very least, you do kind of hope they use the character better in the upcoming film than the last one. So I'd hope so, because the marketing they used for her and then what she actually did was pretty... Uh, yeah, it was disproportional. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Brian, anything you see on this one? Uh, no. It, it all, I, I was looking at it. Um, she It kind of has the same feel as the Kylo Ren scene. Mm-hmm. So it may be part of that same battle mm-hmm. yeah. that they're part of. Um, it doesn't appear to me to be um, the Jedi Temple. Mm. It may just be um, like the hangar part of one of the one of the ships that's being blown up or something. Like you said, it looks like debris on the ground there, right. and the ground is really either really shiny or wet. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I thought about that. That could be the hangar after the explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's the one that blew up his TIE fighter. Yeah. Or his X-Wing. Yeah. I'm bad for that today. So, uh, next scene, this is, uh, we were talking about this in our Rebels podcast just uh, before about the uh, the Nebula, uh, uh, Nebula class, or Nebula-B, I think, I believe, and there were some numbers before, 37 or 34. Uh, we were talking about that in the Rebels con- series finale, and... Here we have uh, what appears to be quite a few of the maybe Rebel uh, Fleet, Rebel Fleet, and maybe a slightly newer version mm-hmm. of uh, that particular ship, a shorter, stockier version, maybe. And there's quite a few of them, maybe creating some sort of a blockade in space or a defensive line of some kind. Maybe. I mean, it was re- it's really a good scene. Like, yeah, if you if you like the space scenes, I and mean, this is yeah the space fighter scenes, these are this is pretty good. Yeah, if there was one criticism. Of Force Awakens, even though I really love the the fights on the ground, the air battles in the ground, there was not a lot of space battles. Mm-hmm. So, looks like we're going to at least get one decent one um, from what we're seeing here. And the and looks like I've got an X wing. Do we always see the lasers be green? The green lasers are indicative of Tie Fighter 
Uh, at least that's the way it's supposed to be. Unless you look at the Rogue One cover and they got that screwed up. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, green is from TIE Fighter. Usually red is usually from the Rebels. Usually. Which is odd because it's vice versa for the Jedi versus Sith. Yeah. Like the Sith or red. The Sith or red, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a... I don't... I've never really thought about that before, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so and then finally get to the scene with, and this is the one where you hear Luke say, I, I only know one truth, and that is that the Jedi must end. Um, yeah, it's with, time for the Jedi to end. Gen, yeah, and that's, and you have him standing in the cave doorway. Um, what looks to be on the island. On the island again. Um I mean, most likely this is at the beginning of the film, too. Yeah, I really... Like, it's him being like, I already made my attempt to, like, bring back the Jedi, and it's it's done. And I'm hoping that's all it is. I really, I really hope they don't go where Lucas decided to become a gray Jedi, and that's why, you know, that's the reason why the Jedi... I don't that, or I mean... It could be something where they just renamed the class. Well, see, that's what that's what I was going to ask. Because I mean, more or less, that's what happened to the Sith. The Sith are gone, but we still have the First Order and Dark users, and they're more or less the same, but they're called different things. They're just not quite as powerful. Um, I I mean, we don't know. We don't. We don't know yet. We don't know what Snoke does. Right. Right. That's what I was going to ask you guys. If if you thought like, um, since Disney bought out. You know, and they're trying to—they're trying to go away and expand the universe and get rid of basically anything Lucas created. They're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're expanding the universe to the point where they're introducing stuff that they can put in. Will they get rid of the Jedi and rename them a different order? Yes, um, like the Disney knots. Yeah, whatever. You know, I mean, you know, I mean like, I, like I something just, random that we don't know what it is, but. Something that they can expand on. Mm. Yeah, you could definitely. I do think that. It's, it's. I mean, essentially, what they do yeah. with the Sith in the first order. So why not? It's a fun idea to play around with, but as long as they play around with it, at the end of the day, if they get rid of it, I think it's a really stupid idea. I it's, think it's a poor use of like a loss of the term. Yeah, yeah. It, it Jedi is such a a uh, iconic, iconic term. term in pop pop culture outside of Star Wars. Now, I mean, you don't think that's well, true for Sith though? The Sith aren't as big. I, it, the Sith has only came out after the prequels. Jedi has been around from the beginning. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. just I mean, but look at what they were before. They were the Knights of the Old Republic. They're not the Jedi of the Old Republic. So they changed from the Knights to the Jedi. Oh, so you think it could be like a reverting uh, back to the Knights? Sort of right. Thing? So do you, especially since you got the new book. Um, you know, you had that. Well, that you, you also that, have like this is clearly taken more from Western mythology than some of the older films did as well. So I don't know. Point, I maybe, maybe if you go with that whole European mythology. I mean, um, at the same time, you'd still be calling them Jedi there's, knights. They're still assume. Jedi knights to me, though. I, I'd have a problem with that. And I, like I said, I really don't want to end up with a. I don't want to go too de- too deep into the gray Jedi, where we end up with fifty shades of, of gray. Fifty Shades of Grey Jedi's, you know. Well, he's really dark gray, and he's only kind of a lighter gray, so... Um, you, you don't want morality on the spectrum. No, I do not. You want it black and white. It, well, I want the core beliefs to be black and white, and what the characters decide to do and how they interpret it, this, that's what makes it interesting. Okay. Yeah, you know, so... Um, so, yeah. So, that's pretty much the uh, the trailer uh, from beginning to end, kind of scene to scene. Um 
guys, just real quick, final thoughts on uh, on the trailer and on the poster there, Brian. I mean, it, I really like the poster. I like the retro look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that, like I said, like Luke's face is bigger than Kylo's. So, like, you know, how is that going to play out? Um, mm-hmm. What I brought up about his face being looking more angry than Kylo, you know, right? How is that going to play out? Um, for me, this teaser trailer was very confusing. Um, they threw a lot at a lot at us, and not a lot of um, in depth. Well, it's a teaser trailer, right? Exactly. But I would have rather seen the teaser trailer be a complete scene—not really a complete scene, but mm. um, you know, like like we got with the Chewie were home, right? You, you know, get that emotional. You got, and, and you had something like that. I know they're they're trying to get away from that, yeah, um, because that was one of the big. Um, critiques of of Force Awakens was that it was too much right. of an homage to, to A New Hope, um, but for me this there was just too much choppiness of this teaser trailer. Um, I felt we could have done with maybe a couple less scenes, but extended the ones we did see a little bit more. Okay, that's 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 a fair analysis. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Um, I mean, it is a bit choppy, but it's also intentionally that way like it's clearly meant to be somewhat misdirectional oh, like, yeah. you have like certain scenes that are cut up and like put in different spots you mm-hmm. have things in different order than they probably are going to appear the funny thing is I think a lot of what we're seeing in the teaser trailer probably is within like the first hour of the film oh, like, yeah. you're probably not seeing a lot of the middle to half of this film That that's pretty or odd latter it's, half anyway it's, yeah. I mean that's the way it was for Rogue One too mm-hmm. when they yeah. gave us all everything they gave us in Rogue One the, was basically well, before reshoots, yeah. It, yeah, I was gonna say that's every, gonna be the question though is like how much of this actually ends up in the film because with the Rogue One trailers there was a good bit that didn't make exactly that's that's why I thought so it was funny was like funny they gave us a lot of stuff that was early in the movie like early in the film mm-hmm. or not in the film at all yeah, yeah. At, by the time I got got to the finished product yeah yeah so it's it's one of those things that's interesting but I mean you look at everything we see like it's in very high definition all the shots are really well done like everything's framed really well it's it's visually very appealing and I think in a way that I think it's a little better than Rogue One was at least in terms of the trailer so it's at least seems more interesting okay. hopefully um, when it came to the poster I like the poster um, it is uh, it is retro. I agree with that. The more I think about it, I think you guys are right there. It's something I really considered before, especially when you brought the VHS cover. I was like, oh yeah, I can definitely see that as a VHS cover. Um, I, I I liked it. I like how they put the symbol of the the Jedi Order or whatever this symbol is on the book, which is very similar to the Jedi um, symbol actually on the the poster itself through uh, Ray holding a lightsaber and then kind of the using a, the glow effect or the um, sun sphere or whatever. The sunburst. Sun, sunburst effect with it. Uh, as far as the trailer goes, I was I'm not going to lie, I was expecting more uh, from the trailer. Not to say that I didn't like the trailer, I did. Um, I think this time around instead of, you know, we, we all got the feels with uh, Chewie uh, we're home you know, feel this time around, we got the, the gasp effect. It was the, it's time. I only know one truth and it's time for the Jedi to end. You're like, Luke Skywalker just said the Jedi are to end. What? Mm. 
what the hell did I just hear? You know? <gasps> At the same time, though, we have but, a lot of time before the film goes. Oh, like, sure. Just a little sure. bit. Like, pacing sure. itself in terms of, like, what it's putting out there could be for the Baskas. Rogue One probably put a little too much out there, even though it didn't explain the timeline thing real well. Yeah. And you're right, Aaron, it is misdirectional. I mean, I mean, right from the get-go, this this trailer is misdirecting you. You think it's a star field, and you think it's an asteroid, and then all of a sudden it's a damn rock. You know, so... You know, right from the get-go, he's you know you're getting a lot of misdirection. So it's just uh, so it's hard to tell from a teaser trailer what the story is about. It's it's it was it's damn near impossible. Honestly, when we did the Force Awakens trailers, even after we watched all those trailers, it was still hard to figure out what the story was going to be totally about. Right? We were still you know it didn't give anything away, and I don't expect them to give anything away here either. Um, so overall, yeah, I'll give uh, both the posters and uh, the trailer probably a solid B plus, maybe an A minus. So oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was worth it. The, the only only critique I have out of this besides the choppiness. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed we didn't see anything about Snoke. There's not. Yeah, he's not in it. He wasn't in any of the Force Awakens trailers either. No, but it just it, he didn't have a large part in Force Awakens either. Though. No, but you think you would have a bigger role in this movie because he's training Kylo. Exactly, and I would I would like to have seen. I wonder if we'll even see that now, though. Well, it could be funny. You could have like dueling montages of them training their own students, and then they send them out to fight each other, and that's the film. Uh, that would be pretty damn boring. Because um, I've seen rumors that Snoke in this in this movie. Yeah, is actually wearing like a golden robe and oh really? And it's it's not the uh, like cloak version yeah. that he is another one because if you remember in the first time we see Maul in the hologram, yeah, he's wearing a dark cloak, right? But then he's not wearing you know, right? He's he, well, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I like. You're, I like your theory, Brian, the, of, of the, the the twist being that that Skywalker has, you know, Luke has because of watching his, you know, a temple destroyed that he has fallen away from the light side of the Force. You know, is an interesting theory. If nothing else, that would be a hell of a twist. Really, I just think they're going to kill him off. Uh that would be the easy thing to do. But after after. Uh, Carrie Fisher's death. I don't know if it's a good idea. Oh, that way you have one like original yeah, character. Yeah, you got one game. left. Yeah, and they they did say that um, uh, Carrie's role was finished with this movie. It wasn't. She was not expected to be in that, the next movie. So, so apparently her character is wrapped up in this one. So maybe she dies in this one. It's possible. And not, and you know, I mean, because originally the way the way it was shaped, it almost felt like. She would be in the last movie as well, with as big a role as she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, they they'd confirm that. Sure, she's not going to be in the next, the last movie. I mean, regardless of CGI or anything, she's yeah. not in the last movie. Yeah, if if in fact if uh, if she hadn't passed away, I would have said if you would have asked me if it's Luke Skywalker and die in this one, I would have probably said ninety percent yes, because mm-hmm. you have to have somebody left to mourn Luke Skywalker. You know, from the original big three. So, yeah. You know. Could be Chewbacca. But he probably wouldn't care that much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but anyway. 
All right, guys. Well, uh, we're a good 40 minutes in here, but it's been a good review. It's a good laid-back podcast. I like that. We just were able to sit back, speculate, and have a good time with it. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, look for a lot more to come. Um, I know you know we'll be getting together next week, and we still have Star Wars Rebels panel coming later today. Um, so there'll be plenty of stuff to talk about coming uh, coming down the pike as far as Star Wars is concerned. So. Definitely uh, stay with us, uh, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And Aaron, as always, thank you, sir. All right. And this is B. Willie saying, may the force be with you always.